Welcome back to the Strength and Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Strength and Speed owner and Conquer the Gauntlet Pro, Evan Preparis. I got a guest with me on the line. Before we get to him, though, quick word from this episode's sponsor. So this episode is brought to you by Exoskin. If you're not familiar with Exoskin, they make racing apparel. Now, I've been using Marina Sport shorts for the last couple of years, and I really enjoy them. But if you're not tracking, Marina has discontinued their sport line, or they're in the process of discontinuing it, essentially. So I've been looking for like a new compression shorts. And I think I found it. So Exoskin, a uh, veteran-owned company, 100% made in the USA. And like the first thing I noticed when I got the shorts is like they're like super stretchy in like all directions. So they're super interesting feel. But uh, I've worn them for a couple training runs so far, really enjoying them. And I think that's going to be my switch. I think it's going to be my go-to shorts from now on. Um, also, they've got like this – it's called a rapid-dry copper fabric. So it's supposed to be like um, – supposed to kind of repel water and uh, stay cleaner essentially so yep uh check motor and guide i'm eventually gonna publish a review on there and i'm gonna race in them for the first time april 18th at casey timber challenge the uh og timber challenge that they have going on so uh, come out to that and uh you can you can check out the shorts while i'm out there and they also make socks uh, i haven't really gotten a chance to test out the socks too much but um yeah lots of good products there and um if anyone wants to pick some up, you can use code STRENGTH20 and save uh, 20% off your order. And lastly, they have a you know risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if anyone wants to head over and check out Exoskin, I believe the website is exoskin.us. And we're going to have some of their guests coming up on the podcast. They got, some, they got some pretty big names in the ultra-running world that I'm super excited to bring on. All right, let's jump into today's content. Joining me, I have David Mainprize, owner of Young Lions OCR, co-founder of Conquer the Gauntlet, and co-owner of Battle of the Lions. David, welcome. How's it going, Evan? Good. Thanks good for having to, me on. Yeah, good to have you on. And I, you know, I wanted to kind of cover a lot of different topics today, so I just grabbed you so we can kind of breeze through this yeah. stuff. I know, I know the Battle of the Lions has a whole crew, right? They got a you guys got a lively crew, you know, Absolutely. Brenna and Sid and everyone. And uh, I knew if I brought everyone on, we would get immediately sidetracked. <laughs> so, yes, I will tell all the stories about them and then you can have them on to tell their versions. <laughs> but we know yours is going to be better and more accurate. So, uh, we'll Well, absolutely of both. Yes. No, uh, here's a question. What is the, what is this OG timber challenge? I want to know more about that. I gotta, I gotta be there. What is that? So oh, it, they're just, that's just like their normal Casey timber challenge course. They call it the OG timber challenge um, because it doesn't have like, okay. I like that. Some sort of unique theme, right? The extreme timber challenge is like every piece of trail, every obstacle. Got it. The women's one is the women's only okay. race for men in drag. The family one is the short version. And this is kind of like more like the original. Um, so basically about a 5k course. And, Very cool. Uh, okay. Kind of like nice. the CTG XDC, but they have upgraded their obstacles several times. I mean. Very cool. Like the XDC part yeah, of CTG Yeah, I've XTC, seen that some awesome stuff now. Yeah. The XDC part yes. of CTG XDC was That's like, awesome. was not good back in the day, but now it's <laughs> phenomenal. I'll just be honest. How many times right? can you say XDC? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into today's content. I'm right, glad so, that they have a good course now. Yeah, yeah. We also have a delay here, so if me and Dave are talking over each other, that's part of the reason. I'll try to fix it at some of it in post, but uh, that's what's going on. So let's jump into the content. So Battle of the Lions, um, 
you could say new series. It's it's a new collaboration. Uh, Dave, obviously, and then you're partnered with uh, uh, Sydney Morris, right? So owner of Battle OCR. Mm-hmm. And you guys got four events coming up this year. Yes, sir. And a ton of great stuff. Um, so, and I've heard the founding oh, so story on some of the other podcasts and some of the other mm-hmm. interviews like Brett did for Mudrun Guide. So let's start off, like, give me a quick rundown of the series and kind of what makes it unique as compared to all the other OCRs. Sure. Yeah, so Battle of Lions, um, really, at the end of the day, like you guys have probably heard on some of these other shows, it's a, it's a partnership between me and Sydney. Uh, with Sydney being, you know, very passionate about build and obstacle courses and me being very passionate about obstacle courses as well and really working on the other side of things, doing admin, doing marketing, you know, promoting, just all the other side of stuff to where we have different skill sets coming together and making the series. The series is, is what I'm really excited about. Um, you know, I don't really care to talk about myself too much, but the series is amazing. So we have the Battle of the Lions. That's me and Sid. So this year is going to be the OCR tour, kind of like the OG. This is the OCR tour. So we split it out. Um, we took all of his obstacles and his obstacle ideas and divided them up. So we got four courses this year. Um, the first course is coming up real soon. Today's April 8th. We're recording this. And the first race is May 1st in Dallas. Um, so that's coming right around the corner. That's going to be the grip course. So that one's called Complector. Um, with each course, we have you know a theme that's not just based on the skill set of the, the course, but it's also going to be based around the partners. Um, we have a color for each race, you know, a weapon, and a name of each event. Um, so if you want to see all those details, head over to the site. Um, but we're doing four events. We got grip, like I said, coming up super soon. Then we got strength course. That's going to be Kansas city. So that's going to be a strength based course. That'll be three miles and 30 obstacles. Um, when you guys go on, you see our obstacle counts. Um, each of our courses is going to be 20 standardized type obstacles that will have twists based possibly on what the course is, whether it's a grip course or a strength course. And then, the additional above 20 obstacles will be specific to that course. So for the grip course, it's 40 obstacles. So 20 of those are going to be some kind of grip, you know, whether that's a farmer's carry, a drag, a rig, whatever it might be. The strength course will have 10 additional. So on top of the 20, so you're going to have 10 obstacles. That one's partnered with brute force. So you're going to see a lot of brute force stuff, a lot of sandbags, maybe some obstacle depot plates. Um, Then the next event is on August 7th. That's going to be the endurance event for you long distance people. So it's gonna be a five mile course and we're actually gonna have the elites running three laps of that. So that's gonna be a course where the obstacles, um, especially the standard set is, is, are, are gonna be more simplified, um, you know, cause you're gonna be doing three laps of those. And then the last course of the year, the standard course is what we're calling um, basically everything mixed together with a lot of fun stuff. So that's gonna be a four mile course in Little Rock to end the year on October 9th. And with that one, we're going to put our 20 obstacles out there that we think are the standards, you know, the crawl, the rope climb, the rig. And then we're going to have everyone else vote on what other obstacles we need to put in. So each of the courses has its own theme and then a lot of fun stuff, like just a few of the things I just mentioned to really make it a phenomenal, you know, not just an event, but a whole event weekend in a series. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds great. Can you give us any sneak peeks on some of the, like, do you have any of the unique some sort of B-O-T-L. Yeah, B-O-T-L. It's easier to say bottle. Bottle. Some of the bottle-specific obstacles. Um, have, you, have you, like, drawn up any of the plans or had them uh, kind of tested them out oh, already? Yeah. 
So yeah, so that's that's Sydney's deal. You should actually, I think you said you were going to. You should definitely yep. have him on before Dallas if you can for a, a build episode. So I won't steal all his thunder, but um, I'll just say that he's a sick mastermind of putting together awesome things that everyone can do, but everyone's not gonna, you know, want to do necessarily at the time. But it's gonna be fun um, for the grip course. So each race has a, a Latin word that is associated with it. And then we're going to do an obstacle that is going to be that course's obstacle. So the complector obstacle will be the grip course obstacle. So for that race, I will just say that that one will involve, uh, what kind of hints can I give here? How about um, weaving will be a part of it. Mm. And you will not ever go very high off the ground. It will not just be weaving though. So it's going to be a combo obstacle. Um, involving a ton of cardio and grip. Ooh, I like it. So each course, like I said, yeah, and each course will have a specific um, obstacle that is just going to be unique to that course. It'll be the grip co- grip course obstacle, the strength course obstacle. And you'll probably see all those, you know, come together at the end of the year. Gotcha. Now you're, you mentioned your first event's coming up. Uh, week, first weekend in May at the Dallas venue. Um, have pe- some of the people from Dallas been to that venue before? And kind of what's what makes it unique? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I'll just talk about Dallas for a sec. Um, so I just kind of went through that grip course um, new obstacle. That'll be the Dallas obstacle. Um, then that's at DFW Adventure Park. So a lot of races have been held there. I don't necessarily know all of them um, offhand. I know Conquer the Gauntlet's been there. I believe Muckfest has been there. Um, a couple other of the mud runs and a couple of OCRs back when there was a million OCRs. Um, so that, that course has been used a lot. Also, I believe the Lone Star Spartans. Um, and Miles Keller, several others have used that as an obstacle training grounds. So on the way back, if you guys have heard me and Sydney have been traveling around the country on the way back from South Carolina the other week, um, actually me and Sarah and, and the group stopped in um, at the course and talked to the owner, did a big walkthrough. Um, and we actually, if you've been there before, you're actually not going to recognize where we're headed. Um, so that's going to be neat because we're going to bring you guys in a different way. You're not going to have to walk down the paintball road anymore. We're going to have a new entrance, um, and then we're going to be new, using new parts of, of course that hasn't been used, as well as land that he just got. So um, we'll just uh, – I don't know what all I can say on this podcast. We'll say it's an area that Benny Gifford has not been, um, <laughs> but others have. We're going to use more of that space, and across that huge ravine, we're going to be able to use across the creek bed. So we're going to use some spots over there. It's going to make it a, a much more unique run than just the trail run with some mud um, that it's been before. Gotcha. Also sounds awesome. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about, um, um, as far as the, as far as the DFW other stuff, you know, so we just, I just got out of it. Eight hour, um, graphics and orders and design meeting. So we've got uh, tomorrow I'll be releasing. You guys will see the full finisher pack for Dallas, which, um, it, it took a long time to get the way that I wanted it to be and the way we wanted it to be, but we got it. So we have everyone will be getting a shirt uh, reveal tomorrow, the metal reveal, and then you guys have seen the hex. Um, we have a, a guy who's making those as as pin on buttons, so everyone will get one of those. It's gonna be a cool finisher piece. Um, what else? Uh, let's talk sponsors. What else can I tell you, Evan, about DSW? Any specific sponsors yeah. that are aligned Ooh, with sponsors, uh, DSW? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, first of all, I'll give a shout out to our, you know, presenting sponsor, Mud Gear. Um, and let's talk about, the, what about if I reveal the pro pot price package here? Can I talk about that? Is that too yeah, much? Yeah, let's so the do audience, it. Can they handle that? 
I, I don't know. So I guess it makes sense if, that you, you are the ultimate pro. We will reveal the pro pack on your show. It makes sense, right? Sure. So thanks to Mud Gear, um, we're going to be doing first place 500 bucks, male and female. And so Mud Gear is making this happen with us. We've got second place, female and male, we'll get 300 cash. And then the third place, we'll get 200 cash. That's male and female. So that's, first of all, amazing. Shout out to Mud Gear. You guys go applaud them. Buy something from their website. Um, that's my shameless plug of the night. <laughs> and then listen to this. So, Evan, you'll think, I think you'll love this. So you guys are going to get your wristband that will get cut on course if you can't complete the obstacles. If you complete the obstacles, you're getting a special hex that I'm not going to reveal until hopefully right at race day. But it is awesome. Um, the winner will get the an actual real complector sword. So they'll get a grip course sword that Sydney's making. Um, in addition to the 500 cash. Now here, listen to this list. Tell me if this sounds good to you. You get a brute force black and gold sandbag, which you can brand with our stuff. What? At the race, you get an OD plate. You've seen those? Yeah. This is a. These things are badass. It's, it's by Obstacle Depot. Ours is charcoal black or like flat black with a gold cord on it. You get a force five grip. This is the first place guy, and male and female. They get a, a case of juice performer, yoked, gooders, squirrel nut butter, and mud gear socks. Damn. That's Damn. just first place. That's first place male and female. So That's both of them get that. Um, and then the second place, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's all because of these partners. That's insane. Um, second place is getting some mud. So everybody on the podium gets mud gear socks. Um, they also get force five grip, juice performer, and yoked. Um, and they'll get a smaller sword. And then the third place will get a sword as well, a smaller sword, 200 cash, like I mentioned. And then they'll get socks, a force five grip, juice performer, and yoked. Damn. So that's, that's the entire podium pack for first place, second place, third place overall, male, female. Um, and then we got some cool stuff. We got masters too. So, um, of course you guys get your finisher packs, um, and then you'll get your, your pro finisher pack if you finish all the obstacles. And then the masters guys will, and girls will get, um, a small sword, a pair of gooders, a case of juice performer, yoked, I believe it's two packets of yoked and squirrel nut butter as well. So there you go. I mean, so the Midwest typically has a little bit smaller prizes because our population density is lower. So there's less people at the races, but like, yeah, we're not doing the, that anymore. These are, these are the biggest prizes I think that have been offered in the Midwest, like almost period. I mean, there's been like a, a one, one or two. Yeah. I mean, if you total it all up, it's, it's insane. Right. Yeah. It's five, 500 for cash. You and, then, all that. and then, yeah. And then if you tried to buy all that, I mean, that's probably almost another $500 worth of other random stuff. Um, and that, when I say random stuff, it's stuff oh, that you're going to oh, use, minimum. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all it's all cool stuff. That's the thing. We didn't just partner with, you know, Walmart or something. We we wanted to go and get st the stuff. And this is all thanks to you, obviously, you know, and, and everybody that's been building this all up with us. <laughs> you know, these partners are people that we believe in. You know, for real, these are partners that we believe in that do OCR stuff. And so we wanted to go out and make sure that that, that was represented in the packages that the pros get. And and it's just, it's not just the, all, the the finishers. You know, if you run the pro wave, um, you get access to the the pro zone over there. So there's going to be a nice pro zone area with tent and gear. Um, I believe Brenda's got you guys set up with yolk samples, squirrel nut butter, 
um, and Volition. Uh, that's Alexis from Kansas City. She's doing chiropractic here for every person before the race if, if they come in time. So it's going to be a, a neat setup for everyone who's coming to – because that's the thing is OCR, you know, it's changing. You know, a, a large majority of people that are going to be a lot of the events this year are going to be those people who want to run pro or who are invested in, in the sport. So, you know, we want to make sure that we're investing back in, in that population. I love this. I mean, this is, this is so cool. I, I know I've been on some of the backside stuff, so I've heard some of this before, but a lot of this actually is new to me, uh, mostly because <laughs> – you guys put out yeah, too much you, information. I I, I, we've been hold, yeah, we've been holding this close to the vest and making sure it was all set. Yeah. So this is all going to come out tomorrow, I guess. You're going to release this. Are you going to release this podcast tomorrow? I'm going to try to release it tonight, basically. I'm going to try to record it and then punch it out right away. Yeah. Got it. Very cool. Yeah, I mean um, – So, yeah, DFW specific. So, so each what, of what, the courses has partners like – All right, I'm going to jump in real quick. You know, you, you, you mentioned all this stuff, and one of the things yeah. – you know, one of the very first OCRs I went to, probably like the fourth, third or fourth, third one, was Warrior Dash World Championship out in uh, California. And yes. one of the, one of the things I thought that was so oh, cool, California. yeah, was they it was they treated us differently, right? Like they were like, oh, here's here's the pro tent, here's you know, here's all this additional uh, swag mm-hmm. and stuff for signing up for the or essentially we qualified for the pro wave at the World Championships, and it like it was nice. It was like a really nice touch. It was like you know. I'm investing a lot of time and effort in, in travel mm-hmm. into this, like, and I feel like I'm being treated. Uh, I feel like I'm being treated really well, and I, you know, I, I feel like you guys are taking that similar um, approach, kind of very similar to the approach we have at OCR World Championships, right? Where you know it's an athlete's first type approach and applying it to mm-hmm. your, uh, a national series here in the U.S. So I love it. Absolutely. Now, I, yeah, it's gonna be amazing, um, and. To jump in back on those partners and the pro pack, you know, it, they're not just, these aren't just random partners. You know, we try to make everything really make sense from a value perspective for them. So, you know, the grip course isn't just random partners. You know, the grip course in Dallas is force five, which builds grips. Right. It's juice performer, which is specifically blood flow, you know, fuel, um, which is very important for grip. And then strong as oak. If you guys know anything about that team, they're the they're our training partner. They basically specifically train grip all year long. So um, each of the races has a has a partner package that's set up specifically for that race. I love it. I love it. it make it makes so much sense. I know. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. I sat through some of the uh, meeting between uh, you and Yoked and some of the other uh, bottle uh, employees, and it was yes. Uh, I mean, it it was like. You know, companies helping other companies, right? It's not like it's not like who's trying to milk the other side for like the most benefit. It was like, well, let's just work together and like make things happen and do good work together. And it was it was like really kind of refreshing to see. Um, I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and finding. I mean, like it's like you got to find what you're who you're synergistic with, who you have connections that make sense with, and that's the whole point of putting these sponsors together like this and these partners is that, you know, it doesn't make sense for an endurance company to sponsor the grip course, you know? So when we put it together the way we are talking about, then the, they see the value and, that, and that's what really makes sense. And that's why they were able to provide all of this, you know, for, for the races this year. It's going to, it's going to be amazing. Um, what else can I tell you about this exciting news for the night? How about, um, uh, let's talk some future bottle stuff. Let's do it. What do you got? Oh man. So, um, 
I, I, I don't know about you, but I really like the OCR tour, like as, as far as being our OG thing. So um, I think we kind of finalized plans to keep the grip strength endurance standard, you know, it, in the Midwest, you know, continuing forward. Um, and then hopefully next year we're adding a, a second part of the tour as well as a, a full battle OCR. So if you guys don't know, or you hadn't heard a ton about Sydney, you may have seen him in OCRWC pictures, but if you're not from the South, you may not know about his series. So he does, he's been doing battle OCR and building up that branch for several years. It's, it's a one or two time a year event, you know, where he brings out literally like 80 scaffolding obstacles um, and literally spends a month, a month building it. So um, he's, you know, obviously with COVID, you know, shut down every OCR, including his, as far as he didn't do an event um, in 2020 after his very early one in the year. So he's looking to get that back up. So we really want to have that be the capstone of, of each year to where, you know, we're obviously pushing all of our stuff. We're going to OCRWC and then, and then eventually doing a battle OCR at the end of the year as well. So all of that is all in the works with us. It's, it's going to be amazing. I'm super excited. You know, I feel like over the last year, you know, we've seen everyone's, uh, everyone's downsized or, you know, Tough Mudder went out of business and then essentially was bought and is hopefully starting back up here right. again in two weeks. But it, it, you know, it just feels like less of everything. And it's so refreshing to have like something mm -hmm. new, something exciting. And, um, you know, people who, two people who are very passionate about OCR and surrounded by a team of other passionate people, right? Because I know, I know who's running around on some of your staff. Exactly. There, you know, so it's um, it's not just yeah, people absolutely. who are like, I'm here yeah, for a quick no, paycheck. It's like I'm here, I'm here because I love OCR, and I I love this community, and I want to make I want to make mm -hmm. OCR yeah, that, thrive. Uh, absolutely, and that and that goes to even a deeper level of why we started doing the business. I mean, really, everything about the brand is like a hex. It really connects, and it comes full circle. You know literally we started this because we were passionate about something and it got shut down and to to your point you know with the downsizing and just in general everyone's attitudes seem to be so negative and so so down about things and like i understand that i get that i've been that way too and it's easy to get that way but you know if we're gonna be passionate about anything but especially ocr you know no one's gonna restart this industry for us you know there's not some government czar that says okay go to OCRs again. And then it starts, you know, like right. we have to be that, you know, so whatever it is we, we love doing in our lives, we have to be willing to, to stand up and say, all right, well, if I'm going to be one of the people who gets it going again. And that's the point of, of the, 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 bat, the battle of the lions partnership, the partnerships we have with other people. Um, and then just kind of, you know, our, our call to action is, is, it's time to go do it. You know, our, our call this year is you guys have been on the website, the road to glory, starts here and what we're saying is you know it, you know we can't get going again until we get going again so we have to be the ones to do it so get on board right yeah someone's got to be first let's do it now yeah i mean it's, exactly you mentioned some of the awesome prize pack for podium let's say i'm an athlete who's mm -hmm. consistently maybe falls just off the podium right or or maybe i'm an age group guy like I, I, my goal sure. is to like do really well in the age group category and I, you know i I'm not the type of guy who's been going to be on the overall podium. You know, what kind of, um, you know, why would sure. I, why would I come or, you know, what's another reason for me to come to battle the lines? Oh yeah. I mean, there's, there's several, obviously. Um, I would say to start with, um, you know, that pro wave and that pro zone is going to be really neat. Um, the whole point is you're going to be coming in to compete 
at an event and do an entire weekend of, of OCR, you know, connection with people. So, you know, we have the tour guide set up to where people know where we're eating the night before, where we're eating the night after, have different hangouts set up to where when you come in, it's basically like athletes meeting, athletes hang out. And really, as you know, Evan, sometimes races can be stressful or really exhilarating, but there's rarely a ton of like great conversation after, especially when people got to get on the road or get to their flights or get on the podium or go run a third lap or a 10th lap. <laughs> and so it really makes it to where you, when you come into our events, you know, you are going to be connecting with these people. And that's, that's when you really get those good friendships going. And when you really honestly make, you know, life connections, business connections, everything. So, you know, if you're looking for a place to get to know the OCR athletes and get your foot in the door or, you know, just get your toes wet on competing, this is a great spot to do it. Um, I already mentioned, you know, the yolk samples, the squirrel nut butter, volition, chiropractic. All of that's going to be, you know, available to you whether you make podium or not. Um, and then across, of course, when you cross the finish line, we're going to have some great finisher swag. So definitely look for that tomorrow. Um, I'm not going to reveal the final pieces because I want to save those. But um, there's going to be some neat pieces that you get if you just complete all the obstacles. Um, some really neat pieces that you won't be able to ever get again. Um, you know, we're not just going to duplicate, you know, designs or whatever. So these are going to be neat marquee pieces. Um, and then the fact that, you know, you're not going to be running in a huge group of people. So again, you're going to, you're going to get really good, a chance to see how other people do the obstacles. Um, and to the obstacle point, um, if you're looking to train or qualify for OCRWC, um, this is an amazing place to do it because Sydney designs OCRWC obstacles. We're going to have several things very similar to what they have, if not exactly the same, because they're, they're Sydney's obstacles. Right. Um, in addition to that, I don't know how many qualifiers there are if you're looking to run pro at OCRWC, because I believe this year you can age group without qualifying. Is that correct? That's correct. Not be yep. correct, but um, is that correct? Cool. So definitely, I don't know how many places you can do that. You know, if you're if you do live in the Midwest, um, you'd have to check me on that one. It's not many. There's, if you're looking to go pro, yeah, yeah there's, there's not many. So there's only a couple. Otherwise, you you got to travel. Be really, one so. of the yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm assuming Savage is still is, – is that still one of them on the list? Yeah, so, you know, they, they basically do Dallas and kind of Chicago, and that's – then there's kind of a big gap in the middle of the country. Yeah, uh, but I'm saying are they are they're a qualifier, right? Yeah, they're a qualifier. Uh, Rugged Maniac's still that's, a qualifier. That's one of the but only they, other traveling they, series I can think of. Okay, Rugged. But they, they, they haven't held an event in oh, – I can't even – I can't even keep track anymore. But it's mm-hmm. been a hot minute, so who knows? Yeah, so uh, on May 1st, you guys can qualify for pro. Right. Yeah. Good opportunity. What about, uh, let's mm. talk point series. How, how about this? How about merch? Okay, oh, let's talk, series. oh, merch. Yeah. Let's do, no, do merch first. People like swag. I like swag. That, that's so we'll save it. Let's do the point series first. Okay. <laughs> um, for the point series, so this is the thing we're just slowly rolling out. You know, we're not trying to become... Um, too many things at once, but this is something we want to put out this year, if nothing more than just a feeler thing, and I've heard back from a lot of people that they want to know more and check it out, Um, and so it's something we definitely want to build for the future, especially with the OCR tour being the four events that are really four core OCR elements, you know, the grip, the strength, endurance. Um, We have a a point series set up where you can go online and pay and basically join the league, Um, and at each event, you're going to get points, you know, based on your attendance, obstacle completion, um, 
and a and overall placement and age group placement you know di different pieces you know that are going to play into the point series um and you'll and not just not just for the one race but it totals up throughout the year for a cumulative set to where you know if you're attending all the races um you have a pretty good chance of scoring well um and then there's gonna be prizes you know based on registrations for that and and based on where you place so we really want to get to where um we have a really solid crew competing because as you saw we have a pretty good podium payout and set up and so we want to get you know a lot of people coming to compete um in the pro wave and we really want to do that not just at one race we want it to really have the feel of a series where you're coming to get your not only your points which is a good selling point to your earlier concept of people who don't make podium you know you might make fifth every time and win the entire point series because the guy who went one first is probably really good and may not come back to the races so i mean the point series is where you can the, the great equalizer is is the classic evan just consistency yeah showing up you know you know i love that For blind <laughs> persistence i love evan, it evan wants to win the point series. <laughs> yes blind persistence if you're someone who and think about this if you're someone who scores well that means that you're you're probably an overall athlete not necessarily elite at one thing or the other you can do the grip course you can do the strength course you can finish the 15 miles on the endurance and you can knock out the standard with all the different obstacles so you know if that appeals i know a lot of guys i'll call out some right now like jacob stone andy swinger great athletes that are never going to necessarily be on an overall podium maybe but they're always going to be in that top five, top 10, top 15, and they're always going to complete every obstacle. Yeah. And I think that's what the point series is really geared towards is getting to test yourself against a group throughout the year, you know, and seeing where you stack up. Yes. Love it. Absolutely. Honestly, I want to be, I want to compete in the point series, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but we need a short course first. Yeah. <laughs> For me, you know. We'll have a journeyman point series with just you. You'll be the only competitor. <laughs> That's perfect, actually. <laughs> For those of you who don't okay, know, so how about Birch? Oh yeah, let's go with Birch. <laughs> we don't need anyone else to know that. <laughs> if you know, if you know me and David and Brenna, then you know what we were, I was about to say. So uh, you can go back and listen to an old David episode. <laughs> All right, let's talk Merch. Jeez. Okay, so Merch. Um, Obviously, I'm going to sit here and say merch is going to be really cool, but um, it's going to be really cool for a different reason than just the, the design factor. So playing into the whole concept of the hexes, um, the point series, the connectivity of everything we're doing, um, our merch is going to be the same way. So without revealing too much, I will say the merch store will be up in a week, I believe, um, online, and then we'll have obviously the pieces at Dallas. Um, we're going to do an add-on shirt for each of the four races so um you know you'll get your finisher shirt and then we'll have a, another cool grip course shirt that you guys can get um there'll be one for each event and then we're going to have an overall tour shirt um and if you know anything about me and bands and tours um then you can rest assured that that's going to be literally an epic thing that has not just something to the shirt but pieces you can connect on um and and build an entire I don't know if I want to call it quite a wardrobe, but you'll be able to build something <laughs> on the shirt. So that's going to be neat. Um, as well as all the normal stuff like the water bottles and that stuff. So any of that that you order um, before the race, you can pick up at Dallas and then we're going to have it all. Anything that we advertise on the site, we'll have at least several of for the Dallas race as well. So that will be coming soon. And oh, mud gear socks. Um, as you guys have seen, we have those mud gear socks 
Um, I believe we, we're going to have those for sale soon. We're going to be giving out some soon. And then we'll, of course, have all of them at Dallas. And I, I believe they're going to sell out at Dallas because they're those nice, cool new crew socks they have that are good for rucking, OCR, or just, you know, wearing around. Um, so they're giving those. And they're also um, they're going to have some Mudgear jerseys. So there'll be a lot of good merch. Um, bring, bring your cash. Bring your, bring your card. <laughs> yeah. Did we release – did you guys publicly release the uh, design of the – Mudgear sock already? I can't even remember. I can't remember what's public and what's not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, and you'll all, see it in all the stuff tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a big... Yeah, I, be, I believe they announced that. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, they, we definitely did. Um, okay. But it was just on Instagram. Tomorrow you'll see it in the emails and all the, the finisher swag and all the merchant swag that we're announcing tomorrow. You'll see it all. That's going to be part of that pro pack. So that'll be everywhere. I'm sure if you guys just stick around brennan will get it on every page you're in so no worries on that end <laughs> right on well this sounds for real, no for real i mean it's, it's going to be all over tomorrow yeah well, we're going to push this out i'm going to as soon as i record this i'm going to push it out with all of its annoying lag in between uh, me and you talking and stepping on each other but i want to get the information out as soon as possible you're not going to edit it at all no we're just going we're doing it live f it so <laughs> yeah who cares i don't care if you want to say something bad about me online i rarely get online so do it. <laughs> uh, good stuff just come to the grip course and talk to me yeah good good plan i will be there that's the plan at least oh awesome and i will be i'm really excited uh my boss told me he doesn't need me for the uh one that's the i was supposed to work the weekend of kansas city and now I'm apparently going to be yeah. free. So I'm really excited for that. So. Cause well, I was cool, man. I can't wait. We're going to get out of the country when the race was like 20 minutes from my house, which is frustrating. So. <laughs> the race comes very close and all of a sudden you have to leave. Yeah. All right. Any other, well, we covered a lot of, uh, I know that we can probably talk about battle of the lines all day, but any other final yeah. teasers or uh, things you want to highlight before we move on to some young lion stuff. No, I mean, I think people, there's going to be sales starting this, starting up tomorrow with all those announcements. Look for that. And just, if you're not signed up for Dallas, trust me, you absolutely need to be there. Sounds good. Now you're still running young lions, correct? Absolutely. And yep. how does that, does that tie into battle of the lines at all? Like, are the events on the same weekend or oh, yeah. uh, same location, too, or uh, nearby location? Mm -hmm. Same location. So we've got, um, for the four Battle of Lions events, there'll be the Young Lions event will be there on that day in that same place. Um, and then we have uh, 10 other events across the country that we're doing in other cities. Um, so, yeah, Young Lions is still going strong. Um, there'll be a kids race. The Young Lions obstacle course will be at each of the Battle of Lions, like I said. Then we'll have other cities. So Young Lions OCR is the website if they want to see the other cities we're going to. Um, if you're someone who does OCR but you don't necessarily live in Dallas or Oklahoma City or whatever, you know, find us at one of those races. Those are fun areas to hang out and, and get the next generation involved in the sport. Um, then I also have um, the local course, which especially with COVID has been kind of the only really source of income until we got this Battle of Lions started, and, and that's going to hopefully become something as well. So. I have the local course here, which is really a fulfilling and actually the most fun piece of all of this that we've just discussed tonight because 
it's where I get to actually get to know people and, you know, coach and, and, and grow the sport from a, a one-on-one, you know, each day perspective. So we have a really, a really lucky and awesome setup here where I live in Tahlequah. So it's, if you're not familiar with Tahlequah, which you probably aren't, it's actually a really cool little city in Oklahoma. It's right on the Illinois river. So our big industry is like, you know, raft tours and like just summer fun stuff. Um, and then there's a college here, but beyond that, there's not a whole ton. <laughs> um, and so I have this awesome spot where I've got the Young Lions Obstacle Course where you, you've been. We did a little adult event last year. Um, so I get to do classes there pretty much every day, you know, for the first half of the week. We've got a little advanced group of kids who are just so awesome. Um, and they're probably going to be like beating us soon, dude. They're so good. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so we've got a good program going with that. Um, and they get to get out and, you know, compete at some of the cl- local ninja stuff. And some of the local ninja places has kind of been cool. have been bringing over their, their ninja kids and doing our OCR and ninja course because we have kind of two setups. I have a ninja zone and then I have an obstacle course. And so that's been neat. Um, so, yeah, the kids stuff is, is going good. It's really a nice um, change of pace and step away from, you know, constantly, you know, trying to promote the adult events and get people to come back out after COVID to go over to the kids course. It's just, you know, a bunch of happy kids that are like, I love obstacles. I'm like, sweet, let's go. Yeah. The kids, the kids seem like they were having so much fun and you know, that you have a, essentially a permanent facility there. You know, you could tell that you like people there have built relationships. Uh, You know, when I went down there, like people are calling each other by names, they're cheering each other on, you know, and they, they, they recognize each other, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then it's, um, it's a cool little community. You know, it's like, um, so it's like a tight knit little yes. outdoor gym type experience. Yeah. It's, it's neat. And it's specifically cool because, you know, this is, this literally is the first group of kids who have ever grown up going, Oh, I'll go to OCR today. You yeah. know, it's kind of awesome and neat. Um, and it's something that we need to keep. Everyone needs to keep doing. If you're an adult and you listen to this, I know you probably don't care about kids OCR, but you should because that's really what's going to keep funding this when you're not 25 or 30 anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then from, from the kind of the yeah, pro I mean, the elite athlete side, I'm really excited to see what a 25-year-old who's been training for 15 years looks like because <laughs> they're just going to be insane, yes. right? I mean, uh, <laughs> the running and the opposite yeah. proficiency, someone who's building There's their the nine- tra- training around OCR from a young age versus uh, most of us who are athletes from other sports that ended up crossing over. So um, besides obviously keeping the, the industry exactly. going, the elite level is going to, um, it's going to be wild. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I have some, the, some nine-year-old boys and girls, mostly girls who can easily one hand the bowling pin and just keep going on the rig. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Amazing. I can't really do that, but good on you. <laughs> so yeah, they're the athletes coming up are going to be ridiculous. When, even when they're in high school, they're they're going to be crazy good. So I'm I'm excited to see these kids, you know, get their jerseys and really start going out. Because by the time they're 14 or 15, they'll be doing the Battle of Lions. They'll be doing the the big adult courses easily. Yeah. Awesome. We have a we have a competition on on this Saturday. It's a one mile course, and then they're going to build up from there. So. By the end of the year, they'll be doing a 5K course. Awesome. Yeah. So they're coming for you guys. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm already starting to I'm, – I'm trying to lure them to the endurance side too. I, uh, 
I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but I'm going to donate my extra belt buckles to uh, Young Lions. Um, I'm going to donate about 10 to you and 10 to yes. uh, Lionheart's OCR. It's another youth course out in uh, Tennessee, Georgia border. And, um, you know, the goal is for mm-hmm. them to basically do my ultra event, but spread out over several days, weeks, months. So kind of give them a little something like a consistent mm-hmm. goal to work towards. So uh, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. We're actually going to. Yeah, I'll pass those off to you in Sorry, Dallas. This delay is bad. Yeah, it's so super annoying. Yes, and I, I'd forgotten about that, but um, you know, I, we're counting our mileage. We just started two weeks ago. We're counting our mileage, so they're going to have to get up to whatever was that set amount before they get their buckles. So that, that'll be cool. Yeah. All right, let's. But uh, I got to tell you, Evan. Go. You're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a hard time convincing them to get over to the endurance side because <laughs> they don't want to run. <laughs> Yeah, you, you gotta find the kid. You gotta find the kid who is constantly coming in the in the back of the pack or coming in last place. He wants to. He wants. He wants to go endurance because <laughs> that's that was me. And then you, and then you just you just you run so long that people are like, "Well, you're not very fast, but I mean, it's pretty impressive how far you can go." And you're like, "Thank you." And then gradually that that starts making you faster at shorter distances. That was my method, at least. I love it. <laughs> That's great. Well, cool. Well, thank you again for having me on, dude. Sorry for the delay. Yeah, is what it is. I blame what hotel am I saying? Yeah. Marriott. I blame Marriott. Oh well. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Before we before we go, any um, final shout outs you want to give? Um. Oh, I'll I'll tell a quick Sid story. So we were doing a South Carolina build the other week, and this dude literally cuts his thumb in half approximately with a chainsaw right at the end of the day while we're trying to finish the build. So, you know, a glove and some gorilla tape and we were back good to go and finish the build up. So that's the, that's the kind of shenanigans you guys have to look forward to. Hopefully his wife doesn't listen to this. Amazing. That's my final shout out. That's good. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to continue to follow OCR World Championships on the Adventury, uh, the OCR World Championships website. I've got a bunch of more articles coming out. I submitted a bunch to them. I've got a bunch that are back, currently backlogged on Muttering Guide. So uh, there should be, those should be coming out soon. I got about 10 or 11 there. Uh, I got some product reviews. And then I started publishing articles weekly on Strength and Speed again. So if you want more written content, I started writing some stuff over there. Um, I just post an article about, um, you know, why you should still care about OCRs, even if there's no prize money, basically kind of explaining some of the other benefits and perks I've received through, uh, non prize money races. And I've got some articles on, um, just some thoughts on, uh, the future of tough mutter and the, got some thoughts coming out on, uh, Spartan world championships in, uh, Dubai or not Dubai. I'm sorry, Abu Dhabi. Some, some of my thoughts on that, but, uh, yeah. A lot of op-ed type stuff coming out on strength and speed. Uh, Adventury is a lot more, let's see, uh, training focused. So more if you're looking for like obstacles, pivot tips. And then Mud Run Guide, I got a lot of reviews coming out on there, uh, including a bunch of high elite stuff. And like I mentioned earlier, some exoskin stuff for the compression shorts. And then also, um, I, think I, got, I think I got a, a GPS review coming out soon. Uh, well, once I, I don't actually have the GPS watch yet, but. It's a, it's that new one that uh, Spartan partnered with. What's it called? T-Rex or something? What's, I don't know. 
And then on top of that, Bobby That's Ross, me. <laughs> me and Bobby Ross are, yeah, it's called the uh, Amps, Amazfit uh, T-Rex Pro Military Gauge Smartwatch. That's what it's called. And uh felt like I was a good person to review it because one, it, like they, they're arguing like the tough angle and I literally treat my watches like complete garbage. Like I just, I just completely trash them, right? <laughs> like I, I, I just, I'm really rough on them. And it also does some, yeah, uh, will do that, yeah. it does some pulse ox readings too, which uh, again, I think um, based off of my OCR mill 21,000 feet, um, I've been, you know, doing a lot more research on uh, oxygen saturation and stuff like that. So I'm curious to see how it performs uh, on a, you know, watch form that's not specifically designed for that. Like uh, the, the pulse ox reader I had was like specifically designed and I bought it because that's like the only thing it did. It didn't do anything else. Just measured my blood oxygen saturation. And if you haven't heard, we did hit $5,000 in, um, we actually hit over $5,000 uh, in whatchamacallit, uh, OCR mill 21,000 feet fundraiser. Yeah, so thanks to everyone that donated. Uh, make sure I read your names out on the next podcast because we had some enormous donations. Some of the, some of the, some of you Midwest people, I mean, just killing it with donations. So just so thankful uh, for all you guys have been doing to support that. And uh, I got one more ultra OCR fundraiser next year, my, my seventh one um, that I'm going to do. Uh, you got to stick around to figure out what that is though. And uh, Bobby Ross uh, Stoke shed has just got a lot of awesome things coming down the pipe. We got an Aurora uh, heated jacket, kind of like commercial type thing. We got a, uh, we're working with mud gear in about two weeks and we're going to shoot some video content and some photo content for them. Again, some more, more Bobby Ross stuff. And then on top of that, working on the uh, ultra OCR man documentary, kind of uh, putting some f touches on that and then hopefully have it out by this summer. And just also got some really good news for that, uh, that I'm not going to share publicly yet because the, the company hasn't announced it yet. Uh, but I got some really good news coming and it's really going to help with uh, kind of pushing that documentary forward, which will hopefully continue in our continued fundraiser. So lifetime total, and I say our lifetime total, right? Because uh, it's, it was my charity events, but it, like the money's coming from the listeners and from the people who are supporting and donating. Our lifetime total is tw over $26,000 uh, for Folds of Honor, which is uh, pretty awesome. Uh, I'm a lot more than I ever thought I would uh, kind of raise uh, when I started doing stuff like this. So just thank you yeah, so much for crazy. that. And, um, but else? I got so much stuff, man. I'm just like, um, I, f I feel like a lot of the OCR world you have is so many things. Going. I feel like the, a lot of the OCR world is just given up and I just, I, uh, it just makes me angry and I just push down harder. I'm like, you want to like, all right, I'll just start producing more. <laughs> so, uh, working on go back to your, just keep running longer and longer things. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm working on, um, two, very, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, working on two abbreviated books. They're not OCR focused, but they're related to fitness and OCR. Um, and I think they're, I was actually just editing both That's of them awesome. today. And I think they're, they're going to be awesome. And I'm, my goal for those two, um, again, because they're not OCR specific, my goal is to hopefully reach a broader audience. And the idea is that if I can reach a broader audience, yeah. then they'll be like, well, why is this what is this OCR, right? Cause I reference OCR a ton in the book. Cause that's where most of my examples come from. Um, I'm going to try to like pull right. people in from other uh, endurance sports like and uh, fitness places to kind of mm -hmm. back into the OCR world. So keep following along. So much good that's stuff awesome. coming. Ugh. All right. That's it.
I got to slap some music on the front (laughs) back end of this bad boy, and we're going to push this out and check Battle of the Alliance because (laughs) so much news coming tomorrow. Dave, thanks again. Absolutely, there is. All right. Thank you, sir. We'll catch you later. (laughs) 